Say it with me, folks. Let Dilly cook. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. And, of course, a special shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 in the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Ladies and gentlemen, it's it's been another big week of recruiting for Arizona State Sun Devils football. Um, in case you're sleeping under a rock on this lovely Saturday, Arizona State has brought in two former top 50 prospects from the 2022 class, and they just brought in another linebacker that we'll talk about a little bit as well. But I want to focus on these these top two prospects here because, oh my goodness gracious, are they big. We start with Relique Brown. This was not a, surpri- a surprise, excuse me. We all knew that this was probably coming. It, there's been rumors throughout the week. He was going to have a very good visit with uh, Dillingham and everything. Like This felt like an inevitable. I mentioned it in my podcast, I believe yesterday, that this felt inevitable, and it turns out it was. Relique Brown was the number two prospect in the state of California in 2022. He was the number three prospect for running backs overall and the 42nd overall recruit. That is insane. And I was talking with uh, one of my buddies and he brought up a comparison that this feels like our version of Tavon Austin. And like, don't get me wrong. Tavon Austin is one of the greatest college receivers ever, let alone of the last 20 years, but they're built very similar in that they're both five, nine to five, eight sub 200 pounds, really, really quick, good with the ball in their hands. You can hand it off to them. They can do a little bit in terms of the return game. That's where the comparison is coming from. Not saying that really Brown is going to go on to be one of the greatest receiver running back playmakers in, in the history of college football, let alone in the history of, of Arizona State football, but I don't think anybody would be opposed to that. Relique is an absolute beast, man. Like, this is a dude that has that track speed. He's got the playmaking ability. He's really, really exciting. In the two years that he spent at USC, and keep in mind, he really did not get on the field very much for the team, especially this past year. He only played two games. He had... Um, Just one touchdown this past year, he had six total carries for 34, or uh, touches, excuse me, six total touches for 34 yards, but you go back to 2022 where he did get quite a bit of time. He had 14 catches for 151 yards and three touchdowns, and then on the ground, 36 carries, 166 yards, very, very healthy, 4.6 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Relique is somebody that you look at him and you're like, he's almost positionless, right? You 
you just find a role for him in the offense. And like at the end of the day, I think he's going to end up going with the running back room, which first of all, there's a lot of guys with the last name Brown in that room. Now you got Kyson Brown, you got, um, oh my God, Jacob, Jason, uh, Jason Brown, Kyson Brown, and now Relique Brown. But you also just have a ton of explosiveness between those three. You got Cameron Scadaboo, you got the Carlos Brooks. Oh my God, is it loaded? So it's going to be really interesting to see how Relique fits into this equation. I feel like you're going to see something similar to what USC was doing with him in that he's going to get carries. And bottom line is he's going to get touches. No matter how Arizona State draws it up, this feels like somebody that, in a worst-case scenario, needs five touches a game at, at worst. And if he does end up being what we're hoping he is, this is a 10-15 to 15 touch guy. Carries, receptions, whatever. Potentially somebody that you could use in the return game, averaging 21.5 yards per kick return. Nothing crazy, nothing to like really get your attention. And Arizona State has some quality guys, Elijah Badger, Melcon Stovall, but uh, Relique is going to get those opportunities as well. Again, this is just somebody that you want to get on the football field. Doesn't matter how you do it. Doesn't matter if he's in the backfield, if he's put in the slot, if he's a return man, if he's doing some wildcat kind of stuff. Like you just want Relique Brown on the field. This is a very, very exciting addition for the Sun Devils football team. You're you're seriously looking at one of the most talented athletes to come through the program in the last 10 years. In terms of just that profile, I mean, this is a guy that's a game breaker. That alone is exciting. Now we just need to make sure that he holds up his end on the field, but He's got that determination, too. I don't know if you guys caught this today, but Relique Brown says that he wants to be the face of the program. He wants to be the guy that turned around Arizona State. And when people think about the Kenny Dillingham era and how he turned that ship around, he he wants to be one of those guys you think of. I've said it how many times? When we think about the Kenny Dillingham era in 20 years, we're immediately going to go to Jaden Jaden Rashada. But now you've got Relique Brown saying, I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy you think about in however many years. That's really, really exciting to think that a guy of Brown's caliber is coming to a program. First of all, he's leaving USC, which is going to the Big Ten. They're a competitor every year. He's playing with Lincoln Riley. Sure, he's buried on a depth chart, but he's still somebody that you're going to find touches for no matter what. And he's coming to Arizona state, which is co- compared to USC. It's a disaster and he doesn't care. He's like, Mm-mm, I, I want to be that guy, pal. I want to be that guy. That's, that's where I am so excited about the possibilities that he presents for you here. I look at Relique Brown and I see this, this, this talent that could transcend this offense and get it to the next level. You've got playmakers right now. You got a deep running back room. You've got Elijah Badger. You got Troy O'Mary. There are weapons here. Jaden Fortier is coming in. There's, there's guys here. But when I look at Relique Brown, 
again, part of this is just from an athletic standpoint. I don't know that you have a bigger home run threat than Relique. And maybe I'm crazy because this is absolutely an overreaction podcast right now. You're getting a raw reaction from me. You're not getting me diving deep into tape or anything. I've seen what I can see on like YouTube and stuff like that. But yeah, this kid, he looks like the real deal. And if he is able to live up to his status, I mean, you're looking at a kid that seriously, like I said, he could transcend his level of talent. He could transcend the overall talent that the Sun Devils have right now looking at this, looking at this roster. But again, he wasn't the only one who committed to Arizona State today. We also got a commitment from safety. Uh, Kamari Wilson, we'll talk about him in just a moment. This, of course, is the Locked on Sun Levels podcast, your team every day. I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry about buying your tickets for the next big event, and you certainly don't need to stress more than you already do when you're getting your tickets at the last second. That's why you got to check out Game Time. It's fast and easy. Buy your tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater events, anything you can think of. They have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee. Game Time is going to take the guesswork out of buying tickets for you. That all-in price is going to show you the total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Those, those pictures of your seat allow you to know exactly what you're getting before you arrive. They've got those deals right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the best place to find those last-minute seats. There's zone deals to pick your section. Game time picks the seats in an average of 18% savings. And, of course, that game time guarantee means that you're getting the best price no matter what. Because if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time's going to credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account and use the code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, want to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel. Look, right now is a really good time to get in on FanDuel and. New customers are getting $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet right now. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide variety of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Let's go ahead and hop back into our conversation now. Before we get that far, though, thanks as always for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Locked on Sun Devils podcast is part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can find us free and available on all platforms. All right, let's get back into it because there's there's another big player that we got to talk about for the Sun Devils, and that is going to be safety Kamari Wilson transfer from Florida, another former top one or not one top 50, not 150 top 50 prospect from the 2022 class, the number seven recruit in Florida, the number three safety in the nation 
and the number 44 overall recruit. This kid is sky's the limit for the potential for him. And the thing with him is I haven't had too much time to really look into him specifically and see what he does great and what he needs to work on. What I do know is uh, he did not get a lot of playing time this past year. He might've been injured uh, just a single tackle on the year, but the prior year, uh, 39 tackles, a pass deflected, a forced fumble. He's somebody that obviously Florida really values because they do a really good job in taking a look at defensive backs. Think about all the guys that they put into the NFL. Disregard NFL success, whatever. Looking at how many guys they put into the NFL on a regular basis. They probably know what they're doing when they look at their defensive backs. Kamari Wilson, six foot, 170 pounds. From my understanding, quick kid, fast kid. We'll see if he can be some kind of ball hawk for the team. But the biggest thing with Wilson, for me at least, look at the depth that the Sun Devils have at the safety position. Wilson, who's going to be a redshirt sophomore, so is Relique Brown, by the way, redshirt sophomores. Wilson's going to come into this locker room, into this into this room for the safeties, into the position. He's going to be joined by some really good veterans like Shamari Simmons, who's going to be able to teach these kids, pave the way for them forward. You're also going to have Xavier Alford, who's back after missing this past season due to the BS NCAA eligibility crap that they put him through. Montana Warren is going to be back from injury. He's the guy that a lot of people, including myself, hyped up before the season prior to him getting injured up at Camp T and missing his freshman year. You also have Josiah Cox. I think Keith Abney is a corner, but if he plays safety, I mean, dude, it's an embarrassment of riches that you have in that secondary right now, and especially at the safety position. Kamari Wilson's going to come into this unit. He's immediately going to have an opportunity to play. Chris Edmonds is gone. That leaves a huge spot open in the secondary right now. Shamari Simmons more than likely is going to lock up one of the safety spots, but also keep in mind, Jordan Clark is gone. There is an opening at the nickel spot, and we could very well see Shamari Simmons kind of shift into a role like that. Not so much full-time nickel, but uh, like like a like a flex safety, somebody who's going to play a little closer to the line of scrimmage, somebody who can be in more man coverage and allow two other safeties over the top of him. Like you're probably going to be looking at a unit that's looking for flexibility. And that could be Alfred too. That could be Montana Warren, but this defense is going to be able to find ways to get their players on the field. They did that last year. I mean, outside of Roe Torrance, you saw D Ford get on the field, Ed Woods, you saw Mason Williams, you saw Keith Abney get a little bit of time. Like, Brian Moore does a really good job being able to get guys out there, give guys those reps, and help them get to the next level. They're going to be able to do this with Kamari Wilson. This is a very, very exciting play. And somebody that I think is going to be one of the biggest 
pieces for you moving forward. Again, he's going to be a redshirt sophomore. So you have three years with this kid to be able to build him up, to be able to get him to that next level, to have him turn into a staple in the secondary. And look, he could blow up this year and declare whatever, but you could have three years out of this kid and really start to build and shape the image of this Kenny Dillingham team. Last year, you had the veterans that stepped up and helped to establish that culture. Now, Kamari Wilson is going to be somebody who's stepping into the culture, stepping into the building, understanding what's going to be expected expected of him, understanding that he's got a chance to be an immediate player, if not, maybe even an immediate starter. There's a great opportunity here for Kamari Wilson, and it's a great addition for Brian Ward in the defense. I'm going to be so utterly curious with what they do at the safety spot. We were deep going into this past year. We're going to be as deep, but even younger going into this upcoming year with Alfred, with, with Warren, with Wilson now, and then Simmons to lead them. Like this feels like a dream come true. Looking at what they're doing in the secondary right now. Uh, the Sun Devils are making all sorts of additions. They also were able to add a linebacker. I need to pull him up because I forgot. Uh, Zyrus Fiasu. I'm pretty sure I mispronounced that. Zyrus, my apologies. Uh, he's another commit. I'm pretty sure we're not done today, but I just wanted to cover those two guys because they're both former top 50 players. Absolutely massive additions. I hope that you guys are just as excited as I am because we're not done yet. And Kenny Dillingham's not done. And as long as he continues to add talent to this, to this team, we're going to be here covering it for you every day. Locked on Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day. I appreciate you guys as always for tuning in, making us your first listen of the day. And a shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. If something breaks, we'll be right back. But until then, I'll see you Monday. You keep it locked right here on Locked On.